This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Gary. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome! <laughs> with your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome. We are live at the Cigar Expo in Providence, Rhode Island, and it is a party going on. Yeah, oh, it is. I was all excited that you didn't have your headphones. I thought <laughs> I, I had this one to myself anyway. But welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, it, it is a party going on. I'm hearing seven, 800 people coming down for cigars. Uh, we are live at the first annual New England Cigar Expo, Providence, Rhode Island. A special hello going out to our affiliate here in Rhode Island, WARL Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And who else do we have listening in with us? We've got WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. Once again, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, and also announcing today, starting on the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com, broadcasting in cigar shops across the country. Twice a day. Well, twice a day on Sundays, absolutely. 11 a.m., to 1 p.m. and 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time on thecigarstation.com, which is broadcasted, as you said, in cigar shops across the country. Across the country. And why listen live when you can watch our video stream, which, because this is a taped show, a few people are actually catching our show live on Ustream via thecigarauthority.com. We're on podbean.com for our podcast, and you can also find us now on iTunes and at any time on demand for your listening convenience. TheCigarAuthority.com has all of our online products, and we're happy to have you with us here, here at is. the Cigar Expo. And speaking of the Cigar Expo, the man himself, this is Brandon him. Solomon, sitting in. Brandon. Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having us here, and uh, thank you for doing such a crazy thing like this to try to bring so many people together and enjoying great cigars. Yeah, well, the whole point of this thing was uh, we wanted to be a sponsor. It's, it's, I just want to make clear, it's not a Cigar Masters event or anything, or my event. Media Appeal is the one who put it together. We tried to advise them on the best way to really focus on what's coming about in, our, in, in the cigar industry, which is boutique cigars. Um, it's the type of cigars that are smaller batch. They're the ones that are a little bit more handcrafted. And we wanted to support the local stores as well. So stores like yourself, uh, yes. we really appreciate you being here. And it's really for the industry. You know, our industry is under attack 100% all the time. We have to defend ourselves, and it's events like these that help people understand why they, they make good. A lot of this is going to charity. Uh, a lot of this goes to Cigar Rights of America. So Automatically uh, yeah. by, by joining in. So yeah. we don't defend ourselves using anything like karate or guns. We no. use legislation and... Yeah, we have basically... we, we 
defend ourselves by having events like these where people can enjoy themselves and the freedoms that we fought for originally in this country. And right now, this is, this is the way that we do our demonstrations. You know, they're doing their demonstrations in Boston and in Wall Street and so forth. This is the cigar kind of demonstration where we sit back, enjoy ourselves, and express to people that this is how we enjoy our freedoms. This is your right to yeah, enjoy Yeah, everyone's cigars. here had a shower at least in the last 24 yeah, hours. They're not sleeping least, yeah. in tents. Right. Yeah. Most, most of them are wearing clothes that they just put on clean this morning. At this point, most are coherent, too. So. Yeah, right. And that may change as they're pouring. Uh, yeah, there's a whole hallway of liquor <laughs> yeah. all the way behind yeah. us. This is a good time, folks, for sure. And the Cigar Rights of America, as you say, are here. And their admission ticket automatically becomes yep. a member of the Cigar Rights of America. That's right. And, and that's one of the things that we really want to focus on is that more and more people have to understand that if you want to have this right to, to enjoy these fine hand works of art, these cigars, Absolutely. you really need to... Support events like this and support your local retailers. That's the biggest thing you can do. And, uh, again, this, is, this event isn't as so much it's about the vendors, but it's also we got retailers here. We've got people like Twin Smoke Shop. We've got yeah. places like Brennan's Smoke Shop here. We've got Paul Joyles from Mr. J's. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we have, you know, two guys and Cigar Masters as well. So we want to make sure that all of, the, all of New England understands that events like these are important and we want to keep doing them on a regular basis. Absolutely. And what an undertaking it is to pull something like this off, the first of its kind, yeah. and hopefully the and, first of many. Yeah, and, and in a short, like, th- this was done in about four months. Uh, you know, a lot of people, even some of the manufacturers said, you're not going to get anyone there. It's not enough time. You need a year to plan it. You were wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this wrong. You're wrong. Great, great turnout. And so I think next year we're going to look at an even bigger venue, and it's uh, hopefully we'll get more and more stores involved and, and really pull New England together. And I think that's one of the the main focuses of this is to create a whole new generation of events like this that maybe we had about 15 years ago that were really hot. This is the next generation of those, and I think that companies like Media Peel, who helped really pull it together, um, are going to make that happen. Look at the folks that are here. These are all adults. you you got no children. you got no young kids trying to get in. It's a whole different culture. It is a culture. It's not cigar smoking is a culture. Well, it's a hobby. Cigar smoking is a hobby. It's not a habit. And it's the type of enjoyment and relaxation where, listen, almost three years and 300 people it takes to make a cigar. And you're sitting down and enjoying that piece of art on your palate just like you would a food or, an, or a drink. And it's the type of relaxation that, you know, people come to and they really appreciate. And they don't do it out of a, you know, they don't do it out of a way of, of a habitual way. They do it out of a way that's a... A relaxation and something that you can celebrate you know, with yes, a cigar and exactly. Like that. It's all together. Just different. think about when you have a cigar, a baby, a graduation, some sort of success every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In our case, if every day is a success, you know, <laughs> and and it should be. But you know, the biggest thing is that we're just happy that so many people came and really supported. And I'm looking outside right now. Not only did they come and support, we got a great day here. It's a beautiful day right. outside. And yeah, good, good, thing, good thing. Because yeah. you're not allowed to smoke indoors. <laughs> I know. Well, that got last minute we got that. We were all set to do that. And, again, it's it's one of those fights where yeah. last minute someone called legislation. And maybe they were going to stop you. But, yeah. no, we'll no. figure it out. Thank God it didn't rain because That's we would have right. figured, figured out a way around that anyway. But you're not going to stop the cigar smoker. There's a passion here. Leave us alone. It's, it's our right and our privilege to do it. Yeah. We'll get into later on the, the health issues and things, which are none, and we'll explain all yeah. that to you. But I, I know you from Cigar Masses. Yeah. It's 15 years ago Correct. You, you put Cigar Masses together on Newbury Street in Boston. You came out. 
packing a punch right from the from the beginning. Yep. The, the most high end area in Boston. He put yep. you put a cigar lounge in there. You had a battle over the liquor right right from oh, the yeah. And at that point, like you could smoke everywhere at that point. So, right. it, and I think this is a really good point about places like Cigar Masters, like any shop that really does find cigars like this, is that the whole point of Cigar Masters was a place to enjoy cigars. You could smoke in any bar at that point when we opened. So it was really designed to enjoy these products. And now the industry and the the culture around us has forced us to have these places really specific. So, again, you know, we can go into all the types of fights that we have about, you know, whether it's right or wrong, but the fact is, is that these are really meant to be enjoyed. The places like you have, like I have, like any of these shops have, are made so that we can enjoy these products. And again, like leave us alone. Oh, we're not, yeah. you know, we're not, we're we're not advertising to kids. We're not advertising to try and get business, you know, inside the place. People know what they get when they go inside. One and out of a thousand people use our products to begin with. Yeah, uh, they they know where to go. They know to go to Bo- Boylson Street yeah. if they want to have a relaxing time and enjoy a great cigar with like-minded people. Nobody right. goes in there that doesn't want to be in there in the first place. That's absolutely Despite right. Despite that, your, your hands are tied in Boston where the, um, they've created obstacles like the 60% amount. of your yeah. sales have to be in tobacco yeah. products. And we actually, I mean, we legitimately do that. Like, we're very strict on that. In, well, in Rhode Island, it's 50%. In the state of Mass, it's 50%. So they've made it so that, hey, this is what this business is about. So the more and more that people understand that and really accept it, and it's, it's a minority right in a way where you have to say, hey, even the people who don't smoke support us because they say, hey, I'm not going in there. I understand what you guys are doing. It's your right to do it. And more and more Americans, even though we have these these things on Wall Street in Boston and people are starting to uprise, it's good to see that because we need people to speak up for our rights. It's the citizens' rights in these in this country to talk against the government if they're overstepping their bounds or their reach, which in a lot of cases is happening of now. Of course. It's too much government. Yeah. It's, it's our responsibility to do this. So, so, yeah. so as I was driving up here, and uh, I've been on Boylson Street a hundred times yep. to Cigar Masters, many times enjoyed it. Never had the pleasure yet, uh, but I went oh. by this morning uh, and, and passed your shop yep. up here. Pretty new. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's about three years old, and uh, this this place is meant to be as a standard set for other shops that we may open or even are remodeling in Boston, whereas the actual decor, the cigar selection, uh, which is strictly boutique, it's and, and the, for those of you who do or don't know that, that means that these are you know smaller batch. They're not mass-produced. They're the type of cigars that you won't find really discounted online and so forth. And the ventilation itself changes the air every six minutes in there. So it's a nice. it's, it's set as a standard for a place to enjoy these, and and everything about it stems from that cigar. And not only the cigar, but how they're made. You know, with the drinks and everything that we do stems from the fact that these are handmade products, 100%. One of the last products on this planet made by right. hand, 100%. From planting the seeds to putting the labels on to making the boxes. Um, you know, you've been a you know yeah. hundred times down there. Uh, when you go down to Nicaragua, Dominican, Honduras, and you see these, these, this process, you're in awe of the fact that I can't believe that this much labor went into a product that I can pay $8 for. All the years I'm in business, every time I go down, again, I'm in, I'm in awe. Absolutely, 100%. And I've been in the business all this time, and it's still pretty remarkable that they, everything they do to, to make a cigar. And when you see a $20 cigar and you go, wow, $20 for a cigar, it's actually so underpriced. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's only $20. Right. Yeah. It, exactly. And that's and we try, to, we try to take trips down there. We show videos. And, again, 
again, our role, I think you, you know, Dave, your, your role and my role and all the retailers' role is to educate in, right. in, this, in this community now where I, I'd have to say people are 100% more educated than they were 10 years ago Absolutely. about cigars. And, yeah. it's, and, again, it's important. If we can take that separation just the same way wine did from alcohol and show that there are actual there are benefits to having a cigar, lowering stress, you know, community, being able to have have that fine art of conversation that's been lost, right? You know, by texting exactly. and, and you know the ridiculous, the, which which the, is great. Texting is great, but yeah. you know, to be able to slow down for an hour or an hour and a half of your day, relax with a friend, with a colleague, with a business partner, and be able to have a discussion is something that's you know, becoming more and more rare in this country today. And the people that, that uh, are running for office and stuff, I'll tell you, the uh, what used to be the barbershop um, or the bar room that would um, yep. people would talk politics, it's happening every day in the cigar lounge. That's absolutely These right. are all voters. That's yeah. the big-time big voters, and these people are really, <laughs> really care what's going on. Look at the audience that we have here. I mean, these pe- every one of them votes. Everybody cares what's going on. These and the line six- doesn't seem to be ending. No, there's, <laughs> there's, there are hundreds and hundreds of people walking through here, and it's it's absolutely wonderful to see it. And, and you know what? And and everyone is is in a good mood. You know, right. I, you don't see a lot of people who are in lines that are in you know bad moods or in good moods. And here you have a bunch of people in good moods right. waiting in line. You know, because they're getting something they enjoy. I say that about the retail business I'm in in selling cigars and I've tried other businesses before but typically the person coming into the cigar shop has a smile on their face absolutely what better business in the world oh the exception of women (laughs) yeah well you got that going on yourself I mean you got everything going on at Cigar Masters if you've ever been in we do have some beautiful ladies who work there and and not only they're beautiful they're they're extremely personable this is a big this is one of the criteria is that they are extremely personal Again, it goes back to that community. You have people who come in every day. You know, I'm sure you yeah. do in your store. It's the same thing every day, every other day, once a week, even twice a year sometimes. It's the same thing. It's a consistency. But more than that, the girls in there really know their stuff. You know, that's that's one of the big Absol- issues. Is yeah, absolutely. Stores like yours and, and mine and all, these, all the good stores who are participating here, everyone who works there knows their product, and that's so important. And, I, and I've talked to some of them, and some, it's a bit mind-blowing to me that they'll say, oh, what are you smoking? They'll tell me about what I'm smoking or yeah. show me a different cigar and say, you like that? Let me explain this to you. They, they really know. And, it's, and a lot of them know more than I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I say it to myself. I consider myself the cigar authority, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, geez, I didn't know that. I find myself saying, well, I didn't know that. Well, that's, so, that brings it back to the fact that this is a hobby for people. This yeah. Is, you know, it, this is like wines. This is the, there are collectors. There are people who have cigars that are 20, 30, 50 years old. You know, and, and that kind of culture is really an elegant culture. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing when you can take a piece of art that someone has handcrafted and enjoy it through your palate, discuss it with someone else. It's, just, it's, a, it's a really wonderful environment. And I've been in hundreds of different stores, whether it's a little shop with a couple chairs or whether it's a big, huge lounge in a bar. Anywhere you go, the same culture is always there, and that's what I think we need to perpetuate in this society right now. Absolutely. Now, at Cigar Masters, you offer something that, that most cigar stores can't do, which is if somebody wanted to have a little event for themselves, yes. they can actually have it. Oh, yeah. They can do any type of cigar parties. One of the things that we've found in the past year that have been it's been really neat because it, it combines that educational process is we do uh, cigar and scotch tastings or cigar and wine tastings where they bring in a group, whether it's a corporate group or a birthday or a bachelor party or just 
you know, friends. We have an instructor there who walks them through the whole process of what a cigar is so that they're, you know, they get that appreciation before they light up. And then shows them the whole process from cutting to lighting to smoking, which there isn't. There is a process to every part of those. Ah, there's the right way and the wrong way Absolutely. to do it. Absolutely, you know, cutting a lot of people—that's the most common one. Lighting people don't realize there's a proper way to light, yeah. and even smoking, puffing on the cigar, rolling it through your nose. These these concepts we walk them through, and then pairing it with the wine or the scotch or whatever the beer, whatever drink that they choose creates an experience and and then enhances the education and then they spread the word so we do more and more of those every day That's we do them, awesome. and we do them not only in the shops but we do them at people's homes golf courses weddings and uh, and we have cigar rollers who come in too to actually show them and demonstrate which are which he's here today I saw and not just a cigar roller. Oh, yeah, I he's, mean, he's, he's a master yeah, yeah. A master. I, I'll just do a shout out for Osmani because he is uh, not only is he a great guy He's uh, 20 years. He's from Cuba. He rolled in Holguin. Um, he is, uh, rolls the proper way that cigars were originally made, which is called, uh, which is called um, uh, in Tubar, which is making t- little tubes inside of the cigar and triple caps and everything like that. So those who are listening who understand those terms, there's just like making wine or scotch or any of those things, there's a way that cigars were made uh, originally that helps the cigar burn a certain way, and he does it that proper way. And that goes back to the boutique cigars, which we were talking about. That's how these cigars are made. Right. They're not mass-produced. They're, they're not just packed together and sent out. They are made slower and with much more care than a lot of the other ones that are out there. The big-name brands can't do it because they have to produce millions and millions. Yeah. So, And not, not to, you know, we're not bashing those guys. They're still a handmade product, but they just can't do it. In the fashion they that can't these make are millions, no, no, so. just like you know, small batch beers or even like you know, small vineyards that really take their time. That's that's really what we're showing here, and it's neat to see that separation in this industry. Absolutely. So I'm going to let you go because there's a whole bunch of yep. people want to see you, but I can't thank you enough for putting this together because you did it for all of us. No, thank I, you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. I mean, oh, this, is, this, this is... turned out better than we really expected. So we want to, and we thank everyone who was here. Can we look forward to this happening again? Absolutely. Beautiful. Yep. Next Th- year. Thank you, Brandon. Saw Solomon, right, thanks, from Cigar Masses, and the New England Cigar Expo. Great, great job. And, uh, I mean, there's seven, 800 people here, and this is going to be a big thing, and I look forward to it coming over and over and over. We are live at the um, Convention Center in Providence, Rhode Island, where this event is happening from 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and there's uh, guest celebrities around here, the Sopranos people, Buddy Cianci is here somewhere, um, we have the cigar rollers. There's 20 different cigar companies that are here showing off their stuff. And uh, great stuff as it is. I mean, uh, we've already t- talked with uh, Louis Tiant. Um, he was talking about uh, boutique cigar brands, New England-type cigar brands that are here. El Tianti, the baseball pitcher. Um, Which we had on two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> uh, he's wink, here. wink, nudge, nudge. Kurt Kendall from 724, which is at one time the biggest cigar brand in the world with 80 million cigars. It's some crazy number. Um, This is pre-embargo, before uh, Castro. Um, All Cuban tobacco that was out. He relaunched the cigar about three years ago and created 724 again. Uh, Great cigar and a a retailer in New Hampshire at at Twin Cigar. We have uh, Jay Grotto, which uh, I need to light another cigar up, and that's what I'm going to go for. You want to? All right, I'm all in. Um, I got. I have. Um, you have the regular one we had before, and I have the Reserva, which I've haven't had before. All right. Do you mind if I go to? No, the you go to the Reserva. I'll go to the regular. Okay, and we'll see what this is all about. Um, 
it's a great event. As you say, the line's not ending. The people are still yeah. coming in over and over, um, and they're expecting seven to 800 people. And um, I'm cutting my cigar. Good thing that uh, turned out to be a nice day out here because Certainly. this thing was supposed to be inside, and at the last minute they, they pulled the, there's no smoking indoors. Uh, they asked us, the Cigar Authority, to actually broadcast from indoors and that they, um, the food vendors and the liquor vendors would be inside along with the Cigar Authority and would bring the cigar companies outdoors. And we immediately said, no way. Well, we said, we said, sure, but we're still smoking. <laughs> right. <laughs> because we're a radio show that actually really smokes the cigars yeah. on the show. Dave so. won't let me mention the other ones that don't no, smoke cigars, no. so I'll just... But we are, you can use your imagination on that one. We are the <laughs> ones that, that really smoke. And uh, I, I brought my regular indoor lighter, which doesn't... Uh, it's called a big mistake. Right. So Just uh, assuming that you're going to be able to smoke indoors. Well, that's, that, was, uh, that was what was said at the beginning, that that's what was going to happen. So, yeah. Right there. Right there. That's it. Just be careful, guys, because these are live cables right here yep. that, are, that we're broadcasting through. We're live on the radio, so just... Uh, we are on, uh, in Rhode Island, we're on, uh, what are we, 1320. There you go. So okay. we're having conversations with people as they're walking by, not realizing... Nobody else hears We're them. actually broadcasting right. on the air. Let me borrow your lighter because this go. isn't working so good. Um, we are at the Cigar Expo in Providence, Rhode Island, and um, as I say, they're expecting about seven, seven, eight hundred people. That they and are. There's, there's not only men, though. Surprisingly enough, yeah, I see some women uh, walking by. A lot of women here, and uh, they're, they're with their husbands or significant others or whatever. And uh, this is an, an adult-only thing. You know, you don't see any uh, children barging in or trying to. Uh, people are walking by with, with a puzzled look on their face, that's for sure. That they are. That many people. Interesting little fun fact. Yeah. The state of Rhode Island has an open container law. Yeah. Where you're not allowed to be outside with alcohol drinking. Yeah. I see people walking by with alcohol, open containers. It's it's very impressive. And then I thought to myself, well, that little fence right there that you can see through, you can hop over, you could go under, you could go through the bars, for crying out loud. That must be Maybe the reason you could why. Go through those bars. There ain't well, you, no way. I'm gonna have yeah, to take six of them off to, to get me squeeze my butt through that. But yeah. that that somehow is making it legal for us to have alcohol outside. We were told that we were not allowed to have a tent over us in the event of rain or the Imagine fact that, that the sun was beating on we're us. We're outside, and if we put a, a tent really over a us, canopy. A tent has sides on it. This thing had no sides. Okay, so it's a canopy, and they told us no, we couldn't have it because if we had it, we would be not in, be allowed to smoke in it. And it was our tent. It's ours. I actually want my tent smelling like smoke. Right. I like it. You have the right to, don't I you? I have the no. right. No. <laughs> Wrong. Don't, don't be crazy. This is the United States of America. <clears throat> well, things are going to change. We're, Socialist we're, Republic. We are going to start changing, playing defense to offense with the Cigar Rights of America. You know what? He just got 800 new members today. You hear that, government officials? There's 800 new members today. Not just not just new members. We have 800 voters. Right. And they all vote. It's a fact. Cigar smokers are voters. Yeah. So we're going to turn things around. So this weekend, even though this weekend isn't this weekend because we're broadcasting now and taping a show for the future, right. the weekend that this show is playing on is Halloween weekend. It is. Which means that it's Saturday and you're listening to the show live on the radio. 
I will have DJed the biggest Halloween party of my DJing career. There'll be four or five hundred people. Four or five hundred people. I thought you were at a three thousand seat event. Halloween party. Oh, how biggest Halloween, Halloween party. Halloween party, yes. Oh. The biggest thing that I've ever DJed was Two Guys Smoke Shop's uh, 24th anniversary party, which was out of control. Out of control. Huge. People getting hit in the head. <laughs> and liking and it. And liking it. Um, <laughs> yes, Halloween is what? actually the number two holiday. Who number does two number ho- two work for? Halloween is the number two holiday in the United States right now. What's number one? Uh, Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> That would be wrong. Any guesses, Chuck? Christmas. Christmas, of course. Oh, right. But you can't say it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Holidays. Because you'll offend people, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Be, that would be holidays. Thank God I'm not doing anything right now that offends people. Right? If, if Halloween is the number one holiday, number two holiday, the number one holiday would be holiday. <laughs> Happy holiday. That's right. Happy no, holiday. It would be Christmas. Happy holiday, everyone. Consider this. Last year, Halloween retail sales, including advertising, exceeded the unprecedented $6 billion. Wait, is that billion with a B or billion with an M? Billion with a B. Billion with a B. Almost $2 billion in candy. Decorations, $2 billion. Costumes, $2 billion. Can you believe it? Greeting cards. Send me, anybody sends people in greeting cards? No. But uh, children's costumes... Uh, 0.8 billion adult costumes, 1 billion. There's more money spent on adult costumes than children's costumes. Well, that's because everyone likes to dress up like hookers for Halloween, and, and that's ten, expensive. And how about 10% of it is pets? They oh. dress their pets up. Unacceptable. People are just talking while we're They're doing just... this, but we've got to get used to doing it. That's all there is to it. Just get used to it. This is what happens. Yeah. We get heckled by the guy. Thank God he moved on. Yeah. He just wouldn't shut up. He's leaning over the thing. I'm like, sir, you're on the cable. Could you please not? And he just keeps going. So used to be the mayor. He's here somewhere, uh, Buddy Cianci. He used to be the mayor of Providence, Rhode Island. Twice. We're actually going to give Chuck an aneurysm if we don't start, like, winding up for a break. If you just push play, Chuck, he'll get the, uh, he'll get the point. Oh, okay. We oh. hope. It's time to go to break. Yeah, it's time to go to break already. I got a lot to say. All right. When we come back, we got lots of great cigar events coming up. Uh, Plus, we're going to talk about my favorite Halloween candy. Ten Commandments of Cigars, what you should do in the cigar store, and all the different people here. We're live at the Cigar Expo, the New England Cigar Expo here in Providence, Rhode Island. We'll be back in just a minute. We're live two weeks ago. Stick around. You're listening (laughs) to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888 
two cigar two. That's triple eight two cigar two, or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo, and 2283 has it, certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammering sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammering sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammering sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We are back. New England Cigar Expo. Over 700 people here. They're going to have to change the name. New England Cigar Circus, because this place is out of control. This is good. This is very good. good. The line, the line's getting thicker as we go further, not thinner. You know, what they're doing is giving them alcohol, going through, liquoring them up nice, get them a little happy, happy, bringing them in here, 20 cigars coming down the other end. And then what do they do? You actually get happier as you go down. What happens at the end? Because nobody's coming back. Yeah, that is curious question. I'm wondering if there's some sort of exit or... Because, you know, if you have a lit cigar, you can't go on the other side of the thing, probably. There's some law somewhere. Some law against whatever it is happening there anyway. But anyway, we're here in Providence, Rhode Island. We are the Cigar Authority. If the first time you're listening to us, um, we are on thecigarstation.com, right? For the very first time this weekend. Absolutely. So so, uh, this is what needs to be done. There needs to be events like this all over the country. They're part of their money that they're giving um, for entry goes into the Cigar Rights of America. Everybody, seven, eight hundred new members of the Cigar Rights of America, all voters. Because you can't just as a person go up and talk to your legislator and get, get your point across. You need to hire a high-priced legislator to go in and do it. What, what are they called? Lobbyists. A lobbyist, thank you. you Very expensive. A, yeah, you need to have a lobbyist do it because if a lobbyist is talking to them, they know that there's a lot of people behind that person right. saying... They can get the appointment, they can get you in to see them and stuff. So you, you fight as much as you can fight, but you need some pros to help you along the way. And it's a small organization. Premium cigars are very, very small. There's only about 250 million cigars sold in the United States a year. Only. Only. That's it. Well, there's over 300 million people, so that's less than a cigar per person. One out of a thousand people smoke premium cigars. One out of a thousand. We're a small, small group. That's why we get crapped on all the time. So finally, we got somebody speaking up for us, for those that don't speak up for themselves. And, you know, we're a relaxed group. We're used to lighting a cigar and relaxing. Just hanging out. Yeah, well, we're losing our rights and privileges, so things are changing right now. And uh, that being said, you know, lots of our legislators have smoked cigars in the past. That they have. In fact, many of our presidents have been cigar smokers. That's right. Go, go, going through this, I have a list. Did you know that 61% of all presidents smoke tobacco, one way or the other? And Does that some mean of, like and some of our presidents... Other orifices other than their mouth or... Well, different products. Different products. But okay. some of our presidents are still smoking cigars It's easy cigars to get confused today. there. You, you understand. That's it. It's confusing. So let's go all the way back to um, president number two, John Adams. He smoked cigars. He was a cigar man. James Madison, stogie lover. Some of these guys actually had tobacco grown on their own farm out in right. the back of their home. Right. John Quincy Adams, cigar man. Andrew Jackson, also one of my favorites. Uh, he loves cigars, but his wife liked chewing tobacco. Oh, can you Andrew imagine Jackson. having to make out with your wife and she's got chew? Yeah, she's or doing chew. Chaw, as it was Andrew back Jackson. then. Just yeah. chomping on a, chew, a leaf. Martin Van Buren, he smoked pipes, but he smoked. William Henry Harrison, pipe guy also. John Tyler, big cigar smoker. Zachary Taylor, big cigar smoker. Andrew Johnson, big cigar smoker. Ulysses S. Grant. Cigars. Cigars. You saw it all the time. As a matter of fact, it was rumored that he smoked about 20 cigars a day. Ulysses S. Grant. It would probably be rare that he wasn't smoking. Chester Arthur, cigars. Grover Cleveland, chewing tobacco. Yeah, no one really liked that guy anyways. (laughs) What a weird name. (laughs) Grover. 
I had a dog like a, named Grover. Sounds like a Sesame Street character to me. <laughs> Benjamin Harrison smokes cigars. Grover Cleveland again. He was the president twice. He was a tw- uh, so he, he gets twenty second both times for chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco. So it's two strikes against him. William McKinley. Uh, he smokes cigars secretly behind closed doors because the number one enemy to the cigar smoker is your wife. His wife didn't allow him to smoke cigars or didn't want him smoking cigars. Therefore, he did yeah, it. My wife doesn't allow me to do a lot of things. doesn't mean I don't do it. Ah. So uh, McKinley did smoke cigars. William, I got a lot Howard, of nods on that last one. We've got some, some closet but, activity doers well, well, here. We have some not- women that have no problem with it, apparently. Monica Lewinsky had no problem with it. Right. Monica Lewinsky's here? What? She's not here. Oh. She wasn't invited. Um, William Howard Taft. I liked him for a couple of reasons. He's got a cool last name. Sounds like Taffy. And he was a heavy guy. <laughs> and he loves cigar smoking. Are you a chubby chaser? I'm a, I'm a chubby guy. Oh, all right. And I that, guess and that, that makes saying sense. It nice. That makes sense. Uh, William Harding. He smokes cigars. Calvin Coolidge. Smokes cigars. Um, Herbert Hoover. High-end cigars only. And well, he had a whole damn named after him, so he could afford it. Right. Well, he was the president from 29 to 33. That was bad times. He was smoking uh, just high-end cigars. Franklin Delano Roosevelt um, was the first cigarette-smoking president, 1933 to 45. Then we went back on to uh, Eisenhower, cigarette smoker. So those were the cigarette days, huh? Up to 1960. Then came John Kennedy. Big-time cigar smoker. Big-time. In fact, uh, we played a clip one time on the show that said he was, uh, just before he signed the embargo into law, he sent out his staff to go find as many Cuban cigars as he possibly could so he could stockpile them and then sign. That's what what happened. Uh, Lyndon Johnson, he smoked cigars. Richard Nixon smoked cigars. Uh, Gerald Ford was a pipe smoker. Uh, William Jefferson Clinton, we all know, loved cigars. That he did. Do you know uh, Clinton bought cigars from us? Really? Yeah, after he, became, after he was done being president, he used to order them from us. Yeah. Uh, then he had the heart attack thing, and he got off them. We haven't got an order from him in years. i got to send him a letter. Yeah, you do. Hey, Bill, where's those cigars? Billy. Got, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> And Barack hard condition never Barack killed anyone. Barack Obama's a cigarette smoker. He says he's off, but uh, I'm told he's definitely not on. Not, uh, so do you have reliable sources in the White House? I wonder if any of them would, that, are, that are running uh, for president coming up will admit that they smoke cigars, and that's where our vote should go based on that they are a cigar smoker in the first place. That's where my vote would go. That's what we got to find out. I want to know which one does he not, not one... have a straight-up liberal be a cigar smoker. No. I, I can't see it really, really happening. i gotta, I got to guess that about 80% or better. I'd go with the better. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have a, a strong... You, you have a better chance of right... having right-wing lunatics throughout the crowd. No offense, any of you gun-toters. I don't want to get shot. Yeah. But... <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm packing. Nice. This is Rhode Island. Is it legal here? I don't know. Probably not. They We're from New Hampshire. We can, we can carry them around on the streets in New Hampshire. Live free or die. Do whatever you want. Well, anyway, the presidents are doing it. Uh, Buddy Cianci is here somewhere, and there's the uh, ex-mayor of um, 
Rhode Island, he's not carrying a gun because he's not allowed to because he did <laughs> some years. He's a felon. He's a felon, so he can't. <laughs> but he certainly can smoke. Can I not say this? This is very... Yeah, I'm not sure. He's not sitting next to us, so hey. I don't think he's listening. I think we're safe. I don't know. Be careful. Look out. I read the bio on him. Yeah, I read the bio, too, and I decided I wasn't going to talk about you know, him, you so got, you, you go ahead. you got some Sopranos guys that are here, and you got Buddy Cianci, and uh, there's not a... Uh, you, you know, what do they say? How many stages away from each other they are? <laughs> six degrees of six separation? Feet. Yeah, there's like... Before no, you're six feet under? Yeah, it's like none. All right, so let's talk about the proper way to conduct yourself in a cigar store. This is important. This is important because there's a lot of cigar smokers here. They go into cigar stores. First off, where should you buy your cigars? Always at a brick-and-mortar shop. Keep them in business. Absolutely. Take care of the brick-and-mortar stores, for sure. That's the what facts, this is all about. The facts are, if brick-and-mortar stores go away, so does cigar smoking. Of course. You can't launch new products online. People aren't going to try it. Right. The reason that you try a new cigar is the rep comes in, does an event, and he gives you a free one. And they, you talk about it, and you learn about the history of the family that makes the cigar. There's a lot more to cigar smoking than, oh, I have to have this cigar right now because it's been 20 minutes since I've smoked when I need it. Also, that doesn't happen. You buy something from your brick-and-mortar stores. They employ people. Those people em- keep the ball rolling, and the money goes through, and everybody gets a little something. And this is how the whole- Even the government gets a little something. And I'm not completely against the government levying taxes. You've got to stay in business, but you don't need to tax it at 75%. No. The, the beautiful thing they did here in Rhode Island, as we said, is a 50-cent cap, meaning no matter how expensive the cigar becomes, the most the government's going to take, take because that's what they're doing. They're taking from the smallest group of all, one out of a 1,000 people, they're taking from the smallest group 50 cents. You know what? The 50 cents isn't going to kill anybody. All right. I don't like it. I, I would rather it be like New Hampshire and you get nothing, but they get 50 cents. These stores are thriving here in Rhode Island. There's a lot of cigar stores, and they're doing good, and it's thanks to the good people of Rhode Island that are, are doing their business yeah, there's, with there's a cigar store at the end of this block here, and we were looking for a liquor store down the street. We went around the corner, and we saw our cigar there's shop There's not right enough there. liquor stores. There's plenty of cigar Certainly stores Certainly not here. that are open at 8.30 in the morning. Absolutely. So how do you conduct yourself at a cigar store? What's the right way to conduct yourself? All right. Rule number one, and this one probably is is not violated all that often, but you should know. Thou shalt not bring cigars purchased from an online shop or another cigar store into the, st- the store that you're going into. Only and cigars purchases purchased from said shop should be smoked in said shop. And that goes for those fake Cubans you bought, too. Which are fake. They're fake. Just and, letting you and know. And smoke them in your backyard or you wherever you smoke cigars. $7 for a cigar that's $22 in Cuba. It just, the, the math doesn't work. But you, you buy a cigar when you go in the shop. You don't bring your, 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 uh, your uh, sandwich to the restaurant, right? Right. You just don't do it. Cigars are a little different. You may be smoking a cigar already, in which case, don't put it out. You continue smoking it and then buy a cigar at the store. Yeah, just, just go in and buy a cigar. One cigar, when you walk, as soon as you walk in the door. Buy the cigar and just be done with it. Do the right thing. It's it's, a, it's amazing that it would have to be said. Now, a lot of guys are going to get cigars here, right? Absolutely. Guys and girls are getting 20 cigars when they walk through here. they got to smoke them somewhere, but you don't take them and go into the cigar store with those and for the next 20 days. Don't buy a cigar from them. Save those. People come over your house or whatever you're going to do. That would make an event become a detriment to the cigar industry, not 
a helpful these, thing. These are the Ten Commandments of how to act in a cigar store. And they, it shouldn't have to be said, but it has to be said. It should be said to this group so everybody knows. Now, the next one, I actually... I, I do something that you're not really supposed to do. I take the band off of my cigars typically before I smoke them because I don't like forgetting and then burning through the band a little bit. So, But if you're not someone who takes the band off before you smoke it, please don't brag or show off the cigar that you're smoking to everybody in the room. No one cares. Yeah. So you're smoking a Davidoff. The yeah, guy congratulations. Next year, the guy next to you can't afford it. You know, he's not smoking a Padron Anniversario right now. You're bragging. Hey, you're smoking that crappy thing. I'm smoking this. No, absolutely. All right. <laughs> this goes out to our cigar rookies. And actually, there are some people who are not rookies that still don't realize this. I've seen people come back up to the register and say, uh, there's something wrong with my cigar. It's unraveling. Yeah. Well, that's because you cut off the whole end of it, you idiot. Right. You just you wanna... mistreated it. Yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not, not mistreat your cigar. You just want to cut off just the very end, leave some of the cap on so that it won't come unraveled. That's what the cap's there for. Right. It's a little harness to keep the cigar Good together. Good word. Good word. Thank you. So don't mistreat the cigar in many different ways. How you light it, how you cut it, take care of it. All right. Do the right thing. You know how, like, in every room there's a guy? Do you want to even mention when you do cut the cigar? Did you bring your tools with you when you cut the cigar? I thought we were going to go over this afterwards. You want to get into my biggest pet peeve now? Well, it's with cutting the cigar. All right. This is the biggest problem. We're going to do this? This is the biggest problem. Let's get nuts. Okay. (laughs) This is the biggest problem of all. So you show up at a cigar store without your tools. Big no-no. You're a cigar smoker. It's like going golfing and you bring your clubs with you, right? Yeah. You go go golfing. Your buddy invites you out to a golf tournament. You spend $125 and you go around borrowing everyone's clubs around uh, around the course. You wouldn't do that playing golfing. It's odd, right? It is odd. Uh, you show up at the uh, at the shop. You bring your own lighter and your cutter. If you don't have one, there's two dollar, three dollar lighters at the at the thing. There's a couple dollars for a cutter. Ten bucks, you're out of the door with a lighter and cutter that you can have with you. And leave them in the car so you don't have to be under the situation. Under before. no circumstances ever should you put the cigar in your mouth first and then ask me to use my cutter. You may as well just say to me, "Would you like to stick your tongue in my mouth?" Because that's exactly what's going to happen. It's, it isn't going to happen. If the cigar goes in your mouth, you're not using my cutter ever. In fact, I won't let you use my cutter after I've seen you do that. Now, That's how mad I am. Usually at every cigar store, they have the slobber cutter. Which That's is what we what, call it. Which is what they call it. I've Just seen so it. you guys know that you're out there, there's a cutter that you, you're borrowing at the store. The, the people chew on the cigar. It hasn't been lit yet. The thing comes out. It's all mangled. Oh, I need to cut this now. Can I borrow the store cutter? And that's for you later. So don't use that cutter. I don't. But it's at every cigar store. Bring your <laughs> He's own. Packing. He came packing. And if somebody <laughs> wants to borrow it, you look at the cigar first. If it's in their mouth, you say, you're going to have to get your own because you're not using my cutter. Now, this happened to me at a cigar event. I did look to see that the guy had not licked his cigar. And he had it hidden down by the side right here. And he pulls it up. And he takes my brand-new Zycar scissor cutter. And he goes... My wife wants to smoke the rest of my cigar, and she won't put it in her mouth after I've chewed on it. So and so me... I very calmly and politely said, you can have the cutter. I don't want it back. Yeah, it's gross. This, beyond gross. Okay, so that's, uh, I would say that's mistreating the cigar or mistreating the cutter or whatever it is. Mistreating the person whose cutter you're borrowing. Okay. So 
It's abuse one way or the other, right? All right. Thou shalt store cigars properly. Humidors are not expensive. Right. You can get them cheap. I think uh, I, you guys are using one of my humidors yep. for a, uh, a ticket collector. Yeah, thirty-nine dollar plastic thing that, that I don't seals even think it was. I don't even think that one was thirty-nine dollars. I okay. think it was like twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, buy a humidor. It's like buying a gallon of milk and pouring yourself a glass of milk. And what do you do with this now? If it's winter time, you put it out in the snowbank or something. You have a refrigerator, right? <laughs> you have a refrigerator. Now that's a good analogy, that's right exactly, there. That's exactly. What are you, you going to do perfect. with it? So they buy a box of cigars. So what do I do with them after? You put them in the humidor. I don't. I don't have a humidor. Just give me a single cigar or something. You buy it once. It's good forever. Just cut to the chase here. And I've buy never yourself. actually seen someone throw a humidor away. No. They get passed down from generation to generation. If if they're decent ones anyway. But you go to a yard sale. I bet you buy one for ten bucks. Buy a humidor for God's sakes. If you're a cigar smoker, buy a humidor. Somebody may give you a bun, a box of cigars as a gift someday. What are you going to do? Thou put them out in the snowbank? You're certainly not putting them in your refrigerator, right? Oh, my God. Please don't put your cigars in your refrigerator. It's a dehumidifier. Yeah, refrigerators come out. with dehumidifiers built in. To suck moisture out. They're, they're frost-free freezers, frost-free refrigerators. You, you want humidification. You want to be hovering somewhere between 68 and 72% uh, humidity. Buy a humidor or rent a locker in the cigar store if you must. Or both. But certainly... Have a humidor, for God's sakes. How, everybody here should have a humidor because they, they just got 20 cigars. What are they going to do? Maybe Winter's they'll keep coming, them in the bag. The, the heat's going to start turning on in your house. It's going to start drying out. We live in New England. I don't care where you live. You need a humidor. You should have a humidor. All right. Thou shalt not go into your local brick and mortar, which we already covered in uh, rule number one. Yeah. And complain about the prices. Every state has different taxes, different markups. If you don't like it. Find another place to buy your cigars quietly. Don't walk in and ruin someone's day by complaining about the prices. This guy's trying to make a living, and Everyone's some got, of these poor states are making less than a living. I bet if you go into uh, a cigar store in Boston on Boylston Street, the price is going to be a little bit more expensive than if you're in some country bumpkin store. But Yeah. You know, uh, out in the at, middle look, of nowhere. Look at their overhead. Absolutely. You know, look who's working there. Look at the overhead. you got to pay a dollar more for a cigar or something. Everyone deserves to be able to make a living. Yeah. These poor people are trying to make a living in the cigar industry. It's very difficult to do. Yeah. Give them a break. Don't bitch about the prices, for God's sakes. Okay. Oh, is that dead air? I mean, it's my turn to it's read. your turn. All right. <laughs> Thou shalt not be rude about cigar smoking. We cigar smokers are respectable, tax-paying, and uh, voting people. Uh, you represent all of us when you're in public. Now, there are some laws on the books about smoking at the beach, and I'm not suggesting that you walk out in the middle of a crowd and you should be able to light up and blow smoke at everybody. They may not like it, but there shouldn't be anything wrong with walking to a secluded area, sit back on the rocks, enjoy the sun, enjoy the cigar, enjoy the view. You're not bothering anybody, but please make sure that you're not bothering anybody. Yeah, don't look for trouble. It's out there if you want it in a big, bad way. So, uh... Don't now, it's one thing if you come to a cigar event and you're expecting to smoke indoors and they tell you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're standing outside. Good thing it's not raining out. Yeah. Okay. What else? Do not go to a cigar event expecting a free cigar. Now, in this Except case, this one. Well, it's not free. They it's paid. not free. You paid to get in. Yeah. And so with the, the payment comes the 
the different cigars that you're going to introduce yourself to the reps on the way down. In some cases, the actual owner of the product, like uh, in the case of Kurt Kendall, you're going to meet him. He's right there. He'll shake your hand, and you get your cigar. But going to a cigar event expecting a free cigar is like uh, what? We've had great analogies up till now. Uh, going to a car dealership and expecting a tire? Right. I don't Maybe? know. Maybe? Yeah, I don't okay. know. <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, you go to a cigar store and you expect, I expect you to buy a cigar. Go in a cigar store, you should buy a cigar. You take a walk around, you've never been in a cigar store before, you, ah, I just came looking around. Look around, buy a cigar and leave, but buy a cigar even for the, you know, that's the, the cost of just walking around the guy's store. Well, there's, there's heat, there's air conditioning, there's uh, air purification going on, all, all hidden expenses that you just, you think, oh, you know, $3. You ever go to a, you ever go to a bar? Sit, sit at the bar. Don't order anything. Uh, I would say no. That's order something. Idea. Buy something. Buy a cigar. Go buy, to a bar. Buy, and get a buy that three dollar cutter that you don't have that you need. Whatever. That way you're not slobbering on mine. Okay. Uh, thou shalt not be fooled by fake cigars. Cuban cigars purchased for fifty dollars for a box are fake. Do not go around bragging about them because people are laughing about you behind your back. Or, uh, or in, for, in our case, right in front of your face. That's my favorite thing to do, actually, is ruin <laughs> someone's day when they tell me that they're handing me a Cuban cigar. And I ask them what they paid for it, and they tell me how they got a deal. They talked the guy down in Mexico yeah. down to uh, $5. Uh, Mexico does I not... I was on a cruise, and this guy snuck it out the back door. The, I've heard this story before yeah. a thousand times. Uh, Mexico does not import cigars. They export cigars. That's right. It would not make sense for them to bring them in from Cuba when they can just roll them and put a Cuban band on As is the Dominican Republic. When people go there, I went to the Dominican Republic and I bought some Cuban cigars. No, you didn't. Correct. You bought a Dominican cigar with a fake Cuban label. I went to the Florida Orange Groves and I bought some California Naval Oranges. No, you didn't. (laughs) They have Florida Oranges in Florida. And they may... Do you think they stamp them with the California no. seal? Whatever. It's ridiculous, and it's true. You're looking for an analogy. There it is. <laughs> All right. Now, this one rang true today because I, I, I knew we were coming to an event. I knew there would be plenty of cigars here, but in the event, we came across someone that didn't have a cigar. Or if we got here three hours before anybody else. And I wanted to smoke one. Right. All right so I, I packed a humidor filled with cigars. They're now all gone, by all the way. All gone. They're gone. But you always you have an extra it. cigar on hand. Because you just never know when another a yeah. fellow brother of the leaf is, is and around. Now we're three ahead already now. So we've given those we're out. We're three ahead. I'm still 19 behind. All right. I bet you things, <laughs> it's not the same hand that you feed. I understand. Feeds I'm you teasing. back. This I'm, is how it works. You I'm get teasing. it. <laughs> so th- those are some of them, right? Is that it? Now, those... We talked about some that we were going to add. Okay. We, should now, add... we added the slobber cutter. Yep. Where the heck is my show sheet? I don't know. Here we go. Bring your tools. Did we go through them all? That's it. That's yeah. it. Just bring your own cutter. Don't slobber on mine. And bring your tools because you wouldn't borrow someone's golf clubs at the golf course. Uh, driving range is a different story, I guess. You can borrow a driver. They've got lo- loaners. Okay. So, hey, uh, we're going to take a break. And we come back, we got a lot to talk about. I think when we come back, we bring in some of the uh, listeners out here. Maybe... Uh, how are offer you? Them, uh, offer them a chance to win one of those uh, Cigaropoly cigar games. games. We have uh, Monopoly games that are actually Cigaropoly. We'll give them away. And yeah, we'll, let's, let's have a little contest with uh, the different uh, people that are here. Maybe I could be like the man on the street. I could just stand up and hold my microphone up to somebody and ask him a question. Good. We get, 
lots of celebrities here. The problem is the line is so long. I don't think we can pull the people yeah. out of their... We're, uh, we're never going to see the end of this line. Yeah, it's never ending, so I, I don't think we'll get to that. But anyway, we're here live at the New England Cigar Expo in Providence, Rhode Island, where we have about seven, 800 people pouring in, having a great time, and enjoying a great cigar. Why not, right? Why not? This is the place. All right. We come back. We got all that and lots more. More cigars and more great times. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336, and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they have been named the best buy in the cigar business. And it's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603 603- Three four seven five one three nine one. Two guys rock. Two guys rock. With a billion choices. It's Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two guys smoke shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. 
That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're having baby. some fun here. We are having fun. We're at the uh, convention center here in Providence, Rhode Island, and this is the New England Cigar Expo. Um, what are they saying? About 800 people. Yeah, I went to the bathroom just now, and the line goes all the way out and behind and all the way back to the beginning. There's still people coming in. Wow. Unbelievable. So this is the first time they did this, and it, it, it's really good. you got folks here from all around New England. We're coming from New Hampshire ourselves. you got some Massachusetts stores, Rhode Island stores, Connecticut, um, everywhere. everywhere. I mean, all, all of New England is covered here, and uh, really nice that they did this, along with the uh, money that they paid to be uh, a patron here and get the 20 cigars, along with the food and drink and everything, comes along a free membership to the Cigar Rights of America. So we're hopefully uh, Which, we have, uh, we're, when we see Glenn Loop walk by, we're going to grab hold of him and uh, and drag him back in. We were hoping to grab a lot of people to come back, but this line is never ending, and I think it's going to be really tough to end up pulling that off. That it will. So I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, anyway, uh, we are the Cigar Authority, and we are broadcasting live from Rhode Island, and we have a station uh, W A R L. 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, that is uh, catching us from here. And uh, first time uh, in Rhode Island for us. Who else is listening? We have WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL once again, 1320 in Providence, Rhode Island. That's Positive Energy. WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And for the first time ever... On the Cigar Station from the CigarStation.com, broadcasting in cigar shops across the country. Welcome to Cigar Station. We are on Podbean. We are available on iTunes. And for your video streaming pleasure on the CigarAuthority.com, brought to you by Ustream.tv. 
anything that you want to see, anything you want to hear, Cigar Authority related, you always go to thecigarauthority.com first and uh, see if it's there. If it's not, let us know and we'll yell at someone. Heads will roll. <laughs> like it does every week <laughs> when it's not there. But anyway, uh, you mentioned the Cigar Station, thecigarstation.com. We are broadcasting from the Cigar Station twice on Sundays. Yes. At 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and again at 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. So 11 to 1, it doesn't matter if it's a.m. or p.m. We're there on Sundays, and it's great to be part of that group. That looking, it is. Looking forward to it, our first week here uh, right now. So uh, what do you want to do? You want to play a little game with some of these people? I have Cigaropoly games. A thousand of these Cigaropoly games were made. It's like Monopoly, but it's Cigaropoly without the... Um, Without going to jail for the legalities, basically, right. is, is what it is. And, you know, you can't have go, so instead it's light up and start or something like that. And you can't have... Um, you can't have the park, free parking. Free parking. It becomes the humidor. And um, we got cigar rights. CRA is in there. That's the cigar tax. Pay $500. I played this game a bunch of times. Pretty fun. Uh, the interesting thing is that's how I lost. I paid taxes so much, I end up losing the game. So here it is. And we got something to give away. That we do. So the game we're going to play is two out of three ain't bad. We're going to ask people three questions. If they do two out of three or better, they win the game. If they don't, close but no cigar. Yes. And I produced a spot for this, and uh, I forgot to tell Chuck about it. All right. So he's not <laughs> going to do it. So uh, I'm sure it was two out of three ain't bad. It was. I did a really good cut on is it. Is it in here? It's in there somewhere, yeah. If you could pull it up on the iTunes there. What's the name of it? It's called Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's not the one with meatloaf. It'll say Mr. Jonathan as the artist. Oh, forget it. It'll be the... Don't knock yourself out. So how are we going to pull somebody in? We just grab what I'm thinking. We just have Chuck uh, put his headset on someone that's in line, and we start asking him questions, and uh, we go from there. All right, who wants to play? You want to play a game? We play a trivia game to try to win Cigaropoly. It's a a Monopoly cigar game. All right. All right. We got someone. We got... All right. Which your name? sucker on the Mike. line. Mike? This is Mike. Mike. Where are you from, Mike? Uh, Warwick. Warwick, Rhode Island. Okay. Outstanding. We're going to play two out of three ain't bad, Mike. All I'm right. going to ask you three questions. If you answer two of the three correct, we're going to give you a Cigaropoly game. It's like Monopoly, but it's okay. way better. <laughs> All right. No pressure. Uh, you obviously smoke cigars, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Nick Perdomo. You know Nick Perdomo? Yes. All right. During his high school football days, he could hurl a football that could stop in mid-flight Reverse directions and then return to him. How did he manage that? I'll say it again. Nick Perdomo, during his high school football days, could hurl a football that would stop in mid-flight, reverse directions, and then return to him. I have no idea. No help from your friends over no. there? He, he was high. <laughs> what do you got? What's the question? I'll say Nick it one Perdomo last time. Nick could throw a football, have it stop in mid-air, Reverse directions, Reverse directions and return back to him. Ow. Boomerang. Not no. a boomerang, but no, he threw he threw it straight up in the air. All right, so that's one wrong. Okay. You got that's two right. more to go. You got two more shots here. All right, you know Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel cigars? Yep. Rocky Patel claims he can tell the score of any football game before it even starts. How is it that he's always accurate? Zero zero at the beginning. That is correct. Bam. All right, nice we got job, the job, guys. So you got one right and one wrong. You got to get the next one to get this all. Okay. What is more powerful than God? More evil than the devil? The rich don't have it, 
the poor do, and if you eat it, you will die. All right? What is more powerful than God? More evil than the devil? The rich don't have it. The poor do. And if you eat it, you will die. Ten seconds. You got anything? You got anything? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. You got anything? How about a hint? Uh, this is a hint. Do you have anything? Nothing. Correct. The answer right. is nothing. All right. All right. Mike, you win your you win cigaropoly. Yeah, just give your heads up, headset back to Chuck. Thanks for coming on. All right, so now you know how it works, right? Little cigar questions, and uh, if you get the answers correct, you got it. <laughs> yeah, this gentleman got, got the actual got two out of three. <laughs> talk to this guy. Maybe he'll buy you a cigar or something. He should. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, God. So that's, that's Cigaropoly. I got a bunch of games. You want to play? Want to play a game? All, All right, right take there. Chuck's headset right there. I gotta make believe like I don't know who this is. All right, what is your name, sir? <laughs> My name is John Mallory. John Mallory. John, where are you from? Oh, Dave. I'm. A, how do I know your name is Dave? <laughs> I don't know. You obviously from, uh, watch all the, the way show every week. I'm from Methuen, Massachusetts. Oh. I'm a huge fan of the Cigar Authority. Thank you. Huge and, and, fan. And a, a two guy smoke shop. I actually take down what you guys say so I can read it during the week. Okay. Just nice. to go back to it. <laughs> All right. This is uh, two out of three ain't bad. We got a cigar opoly game we're giving out. Okay. And you got to get two out of the three questions correct to win oh, I thought the answer was meatloaf when you said two out of three no, ain't bad. No, it is not. <laughs> See, I would have given him a point for that. See? But Thank just you. answer two out of three questions right. correct, right? right? She's your uncle's sister, but she isn't legally your aunt. You know they're giving out free booze in there. I realize that. That's like why that. we're doing this. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> she's your, she's your she's uncle's, uncle's sister, sister, but she isn't legally uh, your I, aunt. I, I got that. Who is she? She's my mother. She's your mother. No, that is correct. That's not, not your mother. That's your mother. She's your mother. She's my mother. Methuen's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not that far she's from Boston. She's my mother. No. <laughs> and, and you can leave the explicit out yes, of before yes, the mother, right? Absolutely. Tom's mother had three children. Okay. One named Penny, yep. another one made, named Nickel, and she had a third child. What was the third child's name? If I was going to be funny, I'd pick a, a currency, but it's Tom. It's Tom. Standing. And that's it. We got, we got it. Two out, of three. two out of two. Two out of two. Two out of two. Thanks, John. Thanks for playing. Thank you, guys. Thank Great you. show. Yeah, I really do listen. Excellent show. Thank you. Thank you. And John's a pro. He's a pro. A pro what? He's a pro announcer. Oh, very nice. He's a sports guy. He's a pro. Very nice. Not like us. Yeah, Way he's, different. He's an actual pro. He gets paid for it and everything. <laughs> well, then he, he's definitely not he like does us. Good, right? He's the opposite of us. <laughs> so anyway, two out of three in bed. I got more questions. Should we have another participant? Sure. I like that guy's mustache. Bring him on. Put that drink down. Play our game. How you doing? Pretty damn good. How pretty are you? damn good. I'm doing pretty damn good myself. What's your name? My name's John D. Lynch. I'm from Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm proud to be from Fall River, Massachusetts. Beautiful. Tom, we're going to play a game called Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. And if you get two out of three questions correct, and this wind slows down a little bit, um, you win the prize, which is a Cigaropoly game. Listen. Yeah? Can you change the rules a little bit? What would you like? I've taken a lot of blows at the helmet all my life. Yeah. I'm 54 years old. Yeah. Right. I've had two freaking whiskeys. 
Be careful. Right. This is radio. He's Be careful. Watch your language. I, I will not swear. <laughs> okay. That's one thing. My mom and my dad brought, brought me you up wrong. right. Your mother okay. brought you up right. Don't you ever forget that. Okay. All right? Otherwise, because you and I are going to be outside throwing them up. Okay. I don't care how big you are. All right. right. He you. just gets the game. What, serious? Just give him the game? <laughs> hey. Is that the rule? Can you give me two out of ten? Look two at me. <laughs> look. Come on. Do I look like I'm that bright? How about one out of three? All right. All right? <laughs> one out of three. Shoot. Can I have some... Uh, do I have any call-outs or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, get some yeah. help from friends right, in the sure. audience every time. Timmy, stand by my side. Uh, my the, brains. All right, right you ready? The yeah. Flying Pig is a new size of Liga Pavada cigars. I don't know yes. if you heard of that. Yeah. How many toes are there on a pig's foot? There are three. That's one wrong. All there right. Are, there are four toes. There on are a four pig's toes foot. on a pig's foot. Toes? Yeah, yep. I got this one wrong yesterday. When How many pigs? I don't know. Whoa, you got one wrong, man. <laughs> I don't We're even. Okay. Monopoly. How many spaces are there total on a Monopoly board? Total spaces. You don't have to whisper. I can see you. I can, I can see that you're asking You're asking for help. You told me it's I could have a consultant. That's right. Yeah, but, he's but, a, but you're whispering like you're hiding it from me, and I can, I can actually see you. Whispering the answer to him. Does he go for help? Yes. How many spaces? Pick a number. Pick a number from one to forty. Forty. Forty is correct. Outstanding. You win. It's one out of forty. One out of forty. There we go. (laughs) Thanks for playing. I was afraid of that. Will See, alcohol up. is being served. Not only is alcohol being served, it's, it's being served in mass quantity. Free. <laughs> it's free. It's That's open. A winning. That's it's a winning combination. It's open bar. Oh, look, a stogie points, rewards points. Outstanding. Huh? We love that. We love that. We got a couple of fans. We have uh, Seabrook Store. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's pick another contestant. You want to play? All right. What's your name, sir? Dave. Dave. Dave, where are you from, Dave? Good name. Uh, Ashford, Connecticut. Ashford, Connecticut. So we got a Connecticut guy in here. The name of the game is two out of three ain't bad. Okay. You got to uh, answer two out of three correctly, and we'll give you a cigar monopoly game called Cigaropoly. Awesome. Okay. How many children did the father of our country, George Washington, have? How many children did the father of our country, George Washington, have? Thirty-six children. Thirty-six. Is he anything like Father Abraham? How about three? I don't know. Three is wrong. The answer is zero. Oh. The father of our country had no children. See, how do you like that, Dave? You got to know about Dave. Everything is going to be a trick question. It's okay. It's a lot of trick questions, but that's what. (laughs) But two out of three ain't bad. So you got to get this one right to stay in. Okay. Ready? How many laps? Are there in the Indianapolis 500? 500? That would be wrong. I'm sorry. Everyone's a trick question. Yep, the answer is 200. There's 200 laps in the Indianapolis 500. It's 500 miles, 200 laps. Thanks, Dave, for playing a nice game. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That's okay. They're not trick questions. We have a consolation prize or anything? That's close, but no cigar. We only have three cigars so far, and we got. I'm ready to light up another one. I've only had eight cigars so far. 
It's the outdoor air that's helping us. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because even the heaviest cigars I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. So that's well, weird. Maybe it's me. also the fact that I haven't had anything except for snack mix that's helping me. Yeah? Yeah, that's the new answer. We should have we front-end loaded. That's what fat guys do, you know. Yeah, Before well, you we come did, to an event, you we drove, load. we drove by a couple of Italian restaurants that weren't open at 830. No liquor stores. No liquor stores are open. 830 in the morning in either. Rhode Island. No liquor stores. By that. I was just expecting... Uh, Fall River Mass, they have them open at 830. And we're going, and we're hitting it on the way back. All right. We're going to back end load. We're going to back end load. You got any more questions? Yeah, I got plenty of questions. Oh. There we go. How you doing? Good, good. We're Did I hear him say your name's Kevin? Kevin, yep. Kevin, Kevin where are you right. from, Kevin? Uh, Somerset, Massachusetts. Oh, man, another Massachusetts guy. Okay, we're going to play for a Cigaropoly game. Okay. The name of the game is two out of three ain't bad. All you got to do is get two out of the three right, and you win. All right. Okay. How many teams are there in college's Big Ten? Before you answer that, Kevin, every question that he asks you is going to be a trick question. It's not a trick question at all. It's the real answer. It's not trick. Well, I, I, I guess the obvious one would be 10, but I think there's 12. There is 12. That is correct. Damn. So is that a trick question? No, it's the real answer. No, the, the Big Ten makes it sound like there's going to be 10. You would think it, and it was just named wrong. <laughs> like the father of our country who had no children, George Washington. See that? We just went yet, through that. Yet another so trick question. That's one down, one more, and you win the game. In an ordinary deck of playing cards, how many eyes are on the four jacks? An ordinary deck of playing cards. How many eyes are on the four jacks? This one I can't help you with. I don't play cards. Six. That is wrong. It's 12. 12. Okay. This one you need to win. Okay. Okay. It's all or nothing on this one. Peter Falk, Columbo, television detective. Just passed away recently. Cigar smoker. I object to this question. There's no way he's old enough to really even know who Columbo is. Do you know who Columbo is? I know who he is. Yeah. Are you a fan of Columbo? Do I have to be? <laughs> I have a feeling that you will have to be. What's his first name on the show? Oh, that's a tough question. Well, his name. If you watch the show, that's his name. I, I think. Yeah, I've never watched the show. I know who he is, but I've never watched the show. Um. All right, his name was Philip. We won't count that. Okay. He never watched the show. Awesome. You were trying to do it. So this is your really last chance. Really <laughs> this is it. All right. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. You good at math? I know what one plus one is. All, All right. right. It's not much difference than that. Okay. If a brick weighs three pounds plus half a brick, how much does a brick and a half weigh? I'll say that again. If a brick weighs three pounds plus a half a brick, how much does a brick and a half weigh? You can get help from the audience if you need it, Kevin. You can phone a friend. We can't eliminate two of the choices for you, though. All right, so a brick weighs three, three pounds, pounds. There you go. Talk plus it half, half a brick. Point. So that would be four and a half pounds. How much does a brick and a half weigh? Uh, so... Oh, you're there, man. You're close. You're halfway there. Exactly halfway there. No, he isn't. No? Did I get this wrong, too? Ten seconds. 
Nine. He nine. is exactly halfway there. Six. And nine. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> you were exactly halfway there, Kevin. I didn't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm just trying Thanks to give it away. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Thanks, for Thanks Kevin. This, this is, Take uh, one of our cards, Kevin. You can call us uh, next uh, next time we have a live show and win then. And, and try to win then. We hope. We help. We did what we could. We did what we could. We're, we're at the, uh, what is this, the New England Cigar Expo yes. in Providence, Rhode Island. They're obviously licking up in advance before they get yeah, to It's really not place. even fair that we're doing questions that are in English and uh, require some sort of coherent response because by the time they get to us, they've seen 50 different liquor vendors, wine, beer, and, and, and his uh, Rhode Island's fine. It's going by. How you doing? It's two shows in a row right there. That's it. Uh, do we need to take a break? Are we okay? We're, we're early right now. All right. Let's, yeah. let's, give, uh, let's give another Cigaropoly away. All right. well, let's try to anyway. Pick somebody that looks intelligent. You want to try again? Oh, he's got glasses. Come on. Anybody? Everybody's scared. Look at How about a girl? There we go. Yeah, just keep banging it around. It's all right. <laughs> wow. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Jason. Jason, uh, where are you from? Connecticut. Connecticut. We're playing two out of three ain't bad. We're going to ask you three questions. If you get two out of three correct, we're going to give you a Cigaropoly game. It's like Monopoly, but way better because it's all cigar-related stuff. Excellent. Okay, Excellent. so three questions. They're easy questions. What are the topics? There's no topics. <laughs> and you can get help from your friends. Oh, excellent. They can ruin it for you. Okay, ready? Yeah. There are 20 cigars in a box and 20 people in a room. How can you give each person a cigar and still leave a cigar in the box? I'm going to say that again. There are 20 cigars in a box and 20 people in a room. How can you give each person a cigar and still leave a cigar in the box? Anyone can help him. Anybody can help. Anybody have any idea? Yes, you are one of the people, one of the twenty people in the room. Well, I'm not going to smoke one. You don't have to smoke any of them. You just got to leave. You just got to leave a cigar in the box and make sure everyone in the room has a cigar. It's a logical question. Take your time. It's a two-hour show. It's all right. Just Air. We don't have any music to play right now. Nothing? What? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and make a guess. Well, I'm going to give out 19 and not smoke one. There's one in the box. Nah, that's the one in the box? I'd give it to him. It's as close as he's going to get. Oh. Leave one in the box. That's the answer. Leave one in the on box. All right, we're going to give it to you. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the, ne- the next two ought to ruin him anyway. Right? All right, fine. Okay. On a box of Cracker Jacks, there is a boy and his dog. The boy's name is Jack. What is the name of the dog? First question. Very famous. When was the last time you had a box of Cracker Jacks? I don't know, 1992. All right. What was his name then? Because it's the same. (laughs) Very, very famous. They got songs after it and everything. The dog. Cracker. Bingo. 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 All right. That's two questions. All right. You got two Congratulations. Yeah, just give it to him. Just give it to him. Thank you very much. Oh, I thought it would be easier than this. 
Well, your questions it's the alcohol. Are, your it's questions are difficult. They're not difficult. Even I didn't know who Bingo was. Well, I do know Bingo was his name, oh. <laughs> now they're arguing over, over who gave the right answer. That's awesome. So we're at the New England Cigar Expo. This line has been going on for uh, an hour, and uh, it's not showing any signs of stopping. We started a half hour after. It's been going on for an hour and a half. Oh my God, that's true. That's true. All right, so let's take a sh- let's take a short break. When we come back, we got lots more going on. We're live here at the New, New England, England Cigar, Cigar Expo. Expo. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos and old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed-out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness, That will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. 
The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please, enjoy responsibly. Live here at there the Rhode go. Island Convention Center, or this is the Providence Convention Center, here in Providence, Rhode Island, and this is the New England Cigar Expo, the first of its kind, and we talked to Brandon Solomon earlier, who said he's going to do this again. I, so, would, I uh, wouldn't see why he wouldn't do it again. It's unbelievably circus-like. You know, some people... The, the some, line is not showing any signs of stopping. still out to the, to the main entrance. It's been two hours. We misspoke before the thing, but... Because of when we started, it's been two hours. People have been in line and, and happy because they, 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 oh, they, they, the whole beginning of the line with, with, drink, with drinks food, all the way through, food, drinks, drinks to cigars, and here they are. It's and, a big payoff. And people borrowing our lighters and cutters because you came to a, a cigar convention without, without any tools. tools. You went, you went golfing and you forgot your clubs, forgot, or you don't, or you don't own them. It's interesting. It it's is weird, interesting. right? It's weird. It's weird, but it's true. And uh, we, we keep seeing a couple of the same crazy people. You know how, like, in any given room you end up with that guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this is that no exception. Guy. We have uh, <laughs> we have a couple of that guys, you know, leaning over, talking to us while we're on the radio. I'm not going to say it's annoying. It's all right. It doesn't matter because nobody's listening. That's the beautiful thing about it. Well, this is a pre-taped show, so we're, we're good to go for now, I guess. <laughs> I've got to be very selective who I choose for these contests. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You don't want to get yourself knocked unconscious. So we have Cigaropoly games we've been giving away, and what we do is let the people get get drunk, basically. <laughs> they're, they're drinking before they get to this part of the line, and then we do, we hand over the headphones, and they're automatically on a game show where they can win the Cigaropoly game. Have you ever seen the Saturday Night Lights live skit with Will Farrell where he's pretending to be Alex Trebek? And yeah. he's <laughs> just yeah. write a letter. It could be any letter. Yeah, and he's <laughs> question mark. You know, <laughs> seven. You'll rule the day you crossed me, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> you know where my wife and daughter are right now. That's why I brought it up. Really, it's so, it was so perfect. Saturday Night Live. Did they get in? 
Uh, they are on a waiting list, and it's not that, obviously till tonight till 11. That can't be going over well with those two. No, they don't like to wait. They don't like to wait. And I'm a they don't believe that in lines. Gonna, no, and I'm a scared they're going to uh, pay their way in. You know. <laughs> yeah, you sent them with the credit card. It has no limit. I'm a scared. I'm a scared. <laughs> but hey, what are you going to what are you going to do? It's, uh, they're getting licked up nice. Yeah. They're getting licked up Bumping the nice. camera. Hey, guys, that's our camera. Be careful. All right. It's turning into a wild ball. It's a party. Yeah. It's a party. <laughs> no, we need to give somebody a, who, who seems to be the least crazy or whatever. Yeah. Let's find out here. I'll find someone for us, guys. Give me just a second. All right. Find somebody. Oh, you don't want one of those. Just move up. Ed will take care of you there with those uh, bundle pressed. Come on, put the headphones on. Give it a try. Yeah. Put the headphones Cost you nothing. Some of them actually sit down make themselves comfortable. It's yeah, it's like this is their living room. What's your how name, you sir? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, my name is Andrew. Andrew. Where are you no. from, Andrew? Uh, Providence. I live Providence, in Providence. So this is home for you. Yeah. You, seem, you seem like you might be a well-read you seem well-spoken. Think so? Fairly intelligent. Looking, anyways. Uh, we'll see. Did okay. you bring a lighter and cutter to the event? Uh, my friends got lighters. I not, no, I brought neither. You brought Much neither. Okay. So. Come to, would you ever go golfing and not bring your golf clubs? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I, yeah. <laughs> I assume somebody else is going to do the thing There's a lot of me. that. There's a lot of that going on here. But you serve an alcohol. College yeah. student? Yeah. Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm almost 30, man. I'm, oh, wow. You look yeah. young. Oh, you look you. young. Yeah. We have the Cigaropoly game. It's like Monopoly, but it's all cigar-related. We're giving them away free today. The name of the game is Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. All you got to do is answer two out of the three questions I'm going to ask you correctly, and the game is yours. In, okay. in some cases, you just have to name a letter, and we'll give it to you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you ready? I'm ready. What is the dot over the letter I? It has a name. What's it called? Seriously? Yeah. I don't, I don't find this question to be very fair either. It's a tough one. It is. That's the hard one. Then they get easy. <laughs> no idea? I, I don't have this. Li- no. Any of your friends over there? The, the little dot over the letter yeah, I? Can, I, can I phone a friend or no, something? Yeah, no, absolutely. Phone. There's no time. It's called the tittle. The tittle. Okay. You'll never forget that. Just remember yeah, that for the rest of your life. It's yeah. called the tittle. All right. How about what is the name? You know what? This is a tough one, too. So what we're going to do is one out of three ain't bad. I appreciate that. Okay. What is the name of the square-topped cap? Worn at graduation ceremonies called the little the little square top hat. Who would know that? Oh, I heard the answer. Somebody knows it. Borderboard. Wow. Borderboard. Seriously? Let's give this guy the prize. He should win the prize. It's called motorboard. Oh, motorboard. So you got one more question. I misheard him. All right, ready. Ready? I'm ready. What is the only state in the U.S. with one syllable? The only state in the U.S. with one syllable. Mm. So as you're going through them, you know. Maine is correct. Mm. We have a winner. Oh, nice. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We got enough for maybe one more, maybe two more tops. One more, two more tops. I say given how liquored up the end of the line is, we just ask them what their middle name is. Yeah. <laughs> or how to spell it. Can you, can you say the alphabet, sir? Oh, I'm sorry. You missed the letter. You forgot the letter A. You're out. Yeah, Chuck, find one more. All right. Want to give it a shot? No? Wow. You don't want to Wow. Do it. You want to come on the radio? 
Want to come on the radio? Play a game? No? Really? Oh. Come on over. All right. Gentlemen. He knew all the answers to begin with he anyway. He did. He did. You know how yeah. what is the, that's how it works. What is the name of the dot on the letter I? You're out. Period. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just asked that question. You weren't paying attention. But uh, that isn't even a question. What's your name? Rob. That isn't a question either, Rob. Yeah, it's got to count, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That's the you, only one I'm going to get right. Where are you from? Warwick. Warwick? That doesn't Second count. Warwick, Rhode Island, place. Uh, All right, person. you ready for a question? Two out of three. Sure. We've got a game left. we got a game left. Two, it's two out of three, or it's one out of three. If you cry like softly, <laughs> I'll you, cry now. And you, you act dejected. I want the game because I miss your anniversary, y'all. Okay, so maybe you're going to get this. What is the only state in the United States that ends in the letter K? The only state in the United States that ends in the letter K. I'll give you 20 seconds because you'll just K. go through every one of them. Or if you go through them and you sing soprano, you know you might get it faster. Just. The only state in the U.S. that ends in the letter K. There's only one. Well, I don't know. It. Oh, New York. Jeez. New York. All right. <laughs> okay. Nice. Well played. Oh, my. Just, you can talk a lot. You only, yeah. you, you only have 721 more phone-of-friends. Yeah. So. What is the most popular street name in the United States? Maine. No. No. Park. Park Street. Oh, all right. Okay. This one you got to get right now. Where was Kentucky Fried Chicken's Colonel Sanders born? In the United States. <laughs> I need a state. Well, you didn't say you need a state. You didn't ask that. <laughs> Kentucky. No. I bet he was born in the United States. All right, I'm going to ask you. It's, the answer's Indiana, but I'm going to ask you one more last question. Since you're the last contestant, a train on the way to Florida from Alabama derails on the border. Okay? I, I'm going to say it again. A train on the way to Florida from Alabama derails. Where did they bury the survivors? Why would they bury them? They lived. That is correct. There we you know, go. There he survives. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for playing. Oh, God. Well, we could have talked about cigars. I guess, yeah. Well, it's a anyway, cigar show. They're standing in line. Let them have yeah, a little let them fun have a good time. And win some games or whatever. So uh, here we are, live at the convention center, Providence, Rhode Island. I like Providence. I like it. We got to come here, or we got to stay late and have dinner, or we got to do something Absolutely. because the restaurants look fantastic. I hear it's fantastic. There's more cigar shops in the Providence area than anywhere else, so they got to be good people. Now, uh, since uh, this show is airing just uh, just before Halloween, Halloween will fall on a Monday this year. We're airing our show on a Saturday. Right. The next holiday after that is Thanksgiving. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I, maybe maybe you've changed this. But don't you do something for Thanksgiving? We do. Uh, typically that involves uh, frozen turkeys and um, knocking things down. You know, and the, and the thing is to keep this industry exciting. Events like this, promotions and events, and that's what it's all about. Keep people interested, make it fun, have some fun. With, we're, we're dealing with rolled tobacco leaves. It's cigars. So make it interesting, make it fun, do something a little bit different. So we do turkey bowling. The week before Thanksgiving in our Seabrook store. 
And what we do is get a couple hundred frozen turkeys. A couple no, hundred. Yeah, no big deal. Nothing no, big. No. And um, M- More than what, what some uh, organic supermarkets would purchase. Sure. <laughs> so um, you uh, make a purchase in the store of a certain amount or whatever. I think it's 50 bucks or something like that. And you get to bowl a frozen turkey. Get the, and we set up pins. And you bowl it. And if you knock the pins down, I think there might be six pins or something like that. It's not ten. And it, but well, because ten would be too difficult to knock over with a turkey. That's four times the size of a bowling ball. Well, the problem with the turkey is it's not shaped round, so it kind of goes in its own direction. It flip flops and flip flops around, but it's frozen solid. And you roll it throughout the store, and at the end of the store, it'll be set up. As a matter of fact, we'll do the show live from there that weekend, so we can be around people chucking a frozen turkey to a cigar store. Awesome. Because hey, that's what you do, and we've been doing it since taking over that store. And now. You do the turkey bowling the week before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yes. happens. Yep. Then we and do now Black Friday. The ladies all go out. They get excited. They go shopping on Black Friday, and there's nothing really going on for the guys. We're not. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go shopping. No. You hopefully you go to the cigar store. That's exactly where I go. <clears throat> and you do. And we always do something big. Last year, I'll tell you, we had a blackjack game, and we had uh, blackjack. Do Black tell Friday. about this blackjack that you speak of. <laughs> Did uh, did anyone we know win any blackjack last year? Yes, you won the championship. That's <laughs> right. Mr. Jonathan ended up winning Not it. only did I win, but I felt bad. It was an hour and a half into the event, and no one had bought in. It was like 20 bucks or something to buy in. It goes to charity. Really? And so I was like, and whatever. we ended up giving away $5,000 at I, the end of the day. I'm in. I'll play. Yeah. I won eight hands, and that record stood all day long until well, the very last person <clears throat> played. They won eight hands, but because I did it first... I won a good-sized humidor, some cigars. It was good. It was very yeah. good. And uh, during, a, during br- 12 noon, we brought in a guy that uh, got on his uh, hands and knees, and they put uh, cinder blocks on his head. Oh, yeah. And his brother, with a jackhammer, went through the cinder blocks on his head. So that was the black jack, uh, jackhammer. Yeah. And then we had a tug-of-war with the police and fire department at night. Where they fought for a 60-40 split of the $5,000. And the the police won that one. The police won. Which means the firemen are coming packing this year. If we do it this year, I don't know. Maybe we're doing something different. All right. I don't know. I know we're giving away three 70-inch big screen TVs, courtesy of Drew Estate Cigars. Now, what would be a real contest is if you line the TVs up and we got to bowl the turkeys at the TVs, and then you knock them over and you win... You know, the, well, the, the computer tur- chips that are left over from the exploded TVs. The, che- the turkeys will be gone. Fair enough. The Fair TVs, enough. I've seen them, are awesome. 70-inch TV. Huge. I actually don't have a place to put it. It's too big. I, I would make a place myself. It's too big. When I win. Is it such a thing that the TV is too big? I don't know. No, there's no way. That's like too much butter on your popcorn. I mean, it just can't happen. Really? <laughs> Go get popcorn, and it's, uh, would you like extra butter on that? No. I would like extra, extra, extra butter, please. That isn't even butter. That's 10W40 stuff. Hey, it's, not it's even, good. I'm it's probably, surprised. It's you probably like, the only bad thing that I'm, like, I'm all really in bad. on. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, you know what's really good is the cigar station. I'm very excited that uh, we're, we're on board with the cigar station. I want to mention that. Um, it's the world's first and only 24-7 online radio Station designed for the cigar smoker and lover of the, the good life. They play great music on there, and it's music 
Um, it's a station dedicated for the Cigar Lounge. What they're looking forward to do is so that all cigar stores tune into this station and it tells you how to cut a cigar, how to light a cigar, little uh, tidbits of information on cigars and stuff. And then two and then, times a week, the Cigar Authority, twice on Sundays. Which is nice. We get the call from them, and they say, uh, we want you on board. So this week is the first week we're on, and uh, they don't put us on live. They, uh, we go on 11 to 1, day and night, on yes. Sunday. Both times. 11 to 1 on TheCigarStation.com. So we're going to have The Cigar Station playing a two-guy smoke shop, all three locations, and they're going to play The Cigar Authority in every location. So that's more than fair. I would say that's more than fair. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's great to be on with them, and this is the first week I look for a long uh, long relationship. Which coming soon, we will also we'll have a commercial for them on playing on our, uh, on our show, and they'll be playing commercials for us on theirs as well, which will be nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm hammering some, uh, you know, somebody talking. I guess they're talking on It's this gentleman oh. right here with his walkie-talkie. Oh. Does he carry a gun? No. No, He's get the hell out of here. Rent-a-cop. <laughs> <laughs> I hate rent-a-cops almost as much as I hate regular cops. What movie is that from? I don't know. Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Men at Work? Men at Work. Huh? Men at Work. I, I know a crappy 90s movie better than you do. I don't even know that movie. Oh, Men at Work. Great flick. Sounds like I would like it. Yeah. Oh, you work. would like it. Your kind of humor. Yep. Yeah? Yep. And that's the two brothers together. It's two brothers together. Only time ever? I was going to say, that's the only movie they've done together. That's why I guessed it. Yeah. I think it is. I don't know them that well, but I would guess that. Wow. So we did turkey bowling. We did the TVs were given out. We did the birthdays. We didn't do the birthdays. Whose birthday is today? You know whose birthday it is today? It's my late brother's birthday today. Yeah, October 29th. Uh, today would be his birthday. He would be 58 years old today. Uh, we lost him seven years ago. And uh, But there's other people's birthday. That must have been a really tough thing. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. But, uh, hey, the, the business continues, uh, and I think of him often. His pictures on my shirt. It's on everything I have anyway. But uh, today is Richard Dreyfus's birthday. Yes, it is. Remember Richard Dreyfus? Well, better late than never, huh? Well, <laughs> let's go to Richard Dreyfus. The question is, what is the crisis? Uh, what is it that you are truly what about Bob? afraid of? What about Bob? What if my heart stops beating? <laughs> what if I'm looking for a bathroom, I can't find it, and... <laughs> that was me earlier. My bladder explodes. Really? <laughs> Uh, Richard Dreyfus, his birthday today, uh, born 1947. Uh, we talked about this earlier because yes. we actually have the producer here of uh, Charlie's Angels. The movie. The movie. Not the, the series. This is the series now, uh, from the 70s. But Kate I, Jackson. I did not get a Charlie's Angels one because she was on another series after that called Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I got yeah. that one instead. All right. No, that's not it. <laughs> All right. This is how... Yeah. That's a theme song from the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Wow. I, don't, I remember the name of that show, but it must have been. Oh, I used to watch it every, it was really? on Saturday evening, 8 o'clock, really? whatever. I used to watch it what every What an week. awful name of a show. Um, 1949, born this day, Paul Orndorff. Remember who he was? Oh, Chuck I do. Chuck Morrison. All of y'all need some help, a lot of help. You'll Mr. Wonderful. Like me, no matter what happens. So don't get that in your mind. You'll never look like me. 
I have the most gorgeous body there is in professional wrestling today, in bodybuilding, and whatever, everything. Do you know, uh, he's out of wrestling. Do you know um, why he left wrestling? Yeah, because he, he broke his widow arm, and he decided to run a bowling alley. And it hurt. So Mr. Wonderful moved on. He wasn't so wonderful after all. No, he wasn't. And uh, he moved on to uh, regular bowling, not turkey bowling. Regular bowling in, in Fayetteville, wherever that is. And today is uh, Winona Ryder's birthday. Born today, 1971. American actress. You've got to just push down on it once. Yep. CCTV setups to watch people like this lady here. Maybe this is a destitute young woman, cold on a winter's eve, unable to pay for the clothes she so desperately needs to keep warm. I thought you were going to do the sound effects, Chuck. <laughs> Maybe it's I don't know what the heck this is. Actress Ryder, gathering up six grand's worth well, if you'd shut up for two seconds. It's awful. Get rid of this mess. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, she was uh, the one arrested for shoplifting in Beverly Hills, Which right? the guy was saying while you were talking. So anybody that mentions her name is the, is the vocal that you'd play instead of the person themselves. But somebody actually saying the person's name would be the vocal. The guy was doing the play-by-play on her shoplifting. I thought it was relevant. She was accused of stealing $5,500 worth of clothing and accessories at Fast Saks Fifth Avenue department store. And that would be after making a fortune on Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands. I guess I could have probably played a little clip of her in Beetlejuice. Something like that. Later on, Zoolander. Do you like Zoolander? That was funny. In, in Mr. Deeds. Love that show. Great. great. Anybody sneaky, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like feet. I don't know why. I like feet. Mr. D, Adam Sandler. Change your socks. That guy, whoever he is, he's in every movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is a good actor because he plays somebody totally different every single time. Every time. He's in every movie. Who is he? Rob Reiner plays the same kind of character every single time, even in his own movies. But this guy jumps around from spot to spot. Well, he was also in um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He was uh, one of the sidekicks. Rob Reiner. Yeah, Rob Reiner's also in... Am I have the wrong Rob? Rob Reiner, Meathead? Sh- no, I'm sh- sh- Oh, Schneider. Schneider. My Rob's name is confused. Rob, yeah. 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 Schneider. Rob, Rob was with Saturday Night Live yeah, yeah, yeah. and never did a good thing after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Schneider. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't even that good in Saturday Night Live. But whatever. My. Oh, what else you got? We're running out of stuff here. We yeah, got, we're out of stuff. Because we have all these people to interview and, and the line isn't ending. <laughs> You know what's ending is our our cigars that we're passing out because holy God! Yeah, they were initially they were only expecting what five hundred people, and then the number just kept growing and growing and growing. Well, it, it's a great thing to do stuff like this because it brings it brings hopefully good attention because despite having eight hundred people here, not one fight, not one problem. These people are licking up pretty good too. And not one problem. Everybody's behaving themselves. There's not a problem here. Everybody's happy to be here, smoking a cigar, enjoying themselves. That they are. Living their life. Leave them alone. They're living the dream right now, baby. Living their dream. They're making mountains move is what they're doing. Chuck Morrison. They're they're moving something. They're moving something. They are moving something. In this line, it's like it's not letting up. It's showing no sign of let up. At all. I was hoping to get Buddy Cianci here because I was really going to make it the toughest interview of his life. 
you were going to make it the toughest interview. Well, I was going to really get into um, getting arrested. So what's it like being a made guy? <clears throat> yeah. How many people you have to kill? Did you ever pull the trigger? <laughs> These are the questions you were going to ask? I, 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 there was some place here. Um, he, he got arrested. Was it the first time, I believe, because smoking was involved the first time he was arrested. Um, did he have a smoking gun? He, he was the first Italian-American um, mayor over here in Rhode Island. It was all Irish, and then it became him. And then he basically took over at that point. Um, okay, Cianci was forced by law to resign from office for the first time in 1984 after pleading guilty to assaulting a Bristol, Rhode Island contractor with a lit cigarette and an ashtray in the fireplace log. That's what brought him down the first time. A lit cigarette, an ashtray, and a fireplace log. He assaulted the guy with those three items. In the that grand, would have been a good question. In the grand scheme of things, someone breaks into your house, <laughs> and you're looking for weapons, and you're going to really take this, this, this person down, this person who's breaking into your house, and you light a cigarette, and you go after them. That doesn't work. So you grab the ashtray, <laughs> hit him over the head, and with you it. throw it at them, and then that doesn't work, and so you have your fireplace log. <laughs> just, you just go into the fireplace, you get a half-burnt log, and just start swinging away like it's a bat. Well, that's what took him down. Then he became a radio sh- talk show host here in Rhode Island on an AM station. I well, wonder if it's this station. While he was probably uh, finishing out his probation. Probably. And then as soon as it's up, he goes he and runs, runs again. Runs for mayor and wins. With the slogan, he never stopped caring about Providence. That's good. Even when he was in the can. It doesn't say this, but... <laughs> this is not. implied. Yeah. <laughs> that was my add-on to it. I'm sorry, but it's, it stops there. He never stopped caring about Providence. That's, I add, that's what he was thinking even about. Even when he was in the can. Sitting on the toilet where everyone could watch him do his not business. Not that can. The and can meaning the prison can. And then indicted April of 2001 for federal crimes charging racketeering, conspiracy, extortion, witness tampering, and mail fraud. They were trying to charge him with caring too much, it sounds like. Yes, yes. If he ran for office today, he would win. He'd be in. They love him here. I would vote for him. I would vote for him. He's your type of guy. They love him. He he smokes cigars. He likes cigars. I mean, he attacked people with lit cigarettes. I mean, this is my kind of person. Two for two. Somewhere here is Patrick Pass. He was a uh, 2000 NFL draft um, for the New England Patriots. Yep. Seventh round draft. We have, uh, He's here somewhere. Luis Tiante, which we interviewed two weeks ago. Yeah. In this very spot here, because that's how long this line is. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but they're happy. You're happy. You don't even mind. They don't even fully get our joke. We, we did a, a show four hours ago that broadcasted live, and then this show is playing two weeks from now. So we have to pretend yeah. like we've been here for There's two no weeks. pretending because he keeps telling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> takes, the, takes the whole pretend out. Whiskey rum. That's yeah, the they... answer. Hitting in whiskey rum. Fred Smurlis is here somewhere. And, and um, who else? Glenn Ordway. No, from the Glenn Ordway show. Steve Diossi is here. Uh, and Sopranos guys. we got none of them. So that's why we were like out of stuff because we're ready. We're prepared to do all the interviews with all these people. And we weren't ready. Better they, to be ready, though. Well, they, yeah, they, they weren't here. We were ready. They weren't All right. here. So next week, it's November. October's come and gone already. It's <laughs> boom. It's over just like that. 
What, what do we got coming up? I, I have something here. We're I know we've be, got uh, we'll Steve Saka and Jonathan Drew will be on the show Black Friday. Live from Two Guys Smoke Shop next week in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And uh, we'll be prepared for 11 11 11. Historic thing, November event. 11th. I'll be DJing someone's wedding that really? night. It's, a, it's like the biggest wedding wedding day or something. 11 11 11. Unfortunately, well, I can only be in one spot. Anyway, we've got plenty of time to prepare because it's. Even though it's next week, it's weeks away. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. We are live here from um, Cigar Expo. Cigar Expo in Providence, Rhode Island. Had a great time. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Will not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And it's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke shop.com hi this is pat whitley can i have your attention for a second i want to tell you about a fellow named dave and the fact i have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up two guys smoke shop now two guys smoke shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. 
There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo, and 2283 has it, certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke show visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 